I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, Susan Leonardson here. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I have Craig Severinson. He is a specialist in helping small business owners and entrepreneurs attract more clients for their business. He helps people to grow their businesses faster than they think possible so that they can focus on what they really love. And I am so excited that he's here today because he has got some super valuable information that are going to help you break through to that next level. So welcome, Craig. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So Craig, can you tell us how you started on your entrepreneurial journey? Maybe a, a quick two minute introduction to who you are and how you got to this point. And then also how you, how you found yourself helping other entrepreneurs. What led you to this? Yeah, so I was, um, and you know, I'll avoid specifics that I don't give away who my previous employer was, but I was, uh, I was working for my last corporate employer and uh, two things were happening simultaneously. One is that I was really killing it. Like things were just going really, really well. And so other businesses in the area started asking me for advice and I started consulting around town. And you know, sometimes it was free, sometimes it wasn't, but I was just kind of in the community a lot and just doing this consulting gig. And at the same time, my, my uh, second child was born. And I remember I was sitting in my office and I used the term office very generously because it was an oversized closet in this building. And so there's no windows, right? So imagine this like, you know, fluorescent lit uh, oversized closet with a desk in it. And uh, I had, you know, from the outside achieved everything that I had really been working for since I had graduated from college, right? Like I was even compared to like my friends who graduated with me, I was like looking at myself and I was like, man, I've got the, a big team under me. I've got a good salary. I've, you know, doing all these really cool things. But if I really thought about it, I just was not happy. I just, I hated every second of it. And uh, so when my son was born, I was sitting in my office just thinking, it was this weird time where it's in between events, right? So we had just finished one event, one was coming up. We were all prepared for the second one. And uh, just this re really weird lull where there was literally nothing I could do. I was waiting, I was just waiting for stuff to happen. And so I'm sitting in my office pretending to be busy and I couldn't go home to see my newborn because you have to be in your office 40 hours a week, right? And I was just like, this is the dumbest way to live. Like, I hate this. This is, why am I doing this to myself? And so I literally went home. I told my wife, hey, it's time. We got, I got to quit. And uh, that's, that's what I did. I straight up. Uh, left my job, moved across the country, didn't have any plans and uh, started, um, started my business. And it was real rough for a really long time. Uh, but as soon as I really discovered, um, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about, I think, but like really pricing yourself well and really simple, really direct marketing and sales, that's when things really changed for me. And that's kind of what brought me to where I am today. So I started out as a PR marketing firm. Now I actually help people to implement the stuff I teach. So like I help them use Facebook and LinkedIn to land clients consistently. 
And uh, what's really cool is a lot of my clients now make in like three months what they make in a year. So it's, it's just really gratifying work to see that kind of come to fruition. So when you were getting started, you, you said you moved across the country, you didn't have a plan. Uh, I want to know like how you started, like how did you eventually come up with your plan and how did you start to get business now that you were out on your own? Um, so the first thing I did was just networking events. Right. And, um, so again, I was doing, uh, I was doing PR. So, um, I got a bunch of startups to actually hire me and pay me. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I hated them. It was the worst. They got the worst clients. I got these, uh, bottom feeding clients that just, uh, uh, the nickel and diming me and always asking for more time, but not willing to pay anymore. And just, uh, it was really, really frustrating. So I was kind of scraped by with that for a long time. And, um, what happened was I started, um, I started looking into like, I got coaches, I got, I went through courses, I started reading cause I kind of made it my mission of like, Hey, I, I hate these clients. I want good clients. How do you get good clients? So I kind of shifted my focus to learning how to get clients. And during that process, I realized that I really enjoyed helping people do this more than I enjoyed doing the media pitching and stuff. So that's how I kind of made the shift from uh, PR and marketing firm to, I, I guess, coach is the closest uh, term that I would use. We have had conversations before and I really love what you teach entrepreneurs about uh, using social media to their advantage and using it when they're in their, their beginning stages of their business and also growing their businesses. And I think that that is so valuable. So I want to learn about that. Yeah. So, uh, I promote and teach what I call SMEDO, uh, which stands for social media direct outreach. So you can think of it, you know, S M little E for media, uh, direct outreach SMEDO. And, uh, you know, here's the thing is that it's really tough to grow, uh, your business like incrementally like lots of us what we do is we put a goal for the year uh, like what we want to reach and then we don't think about that goal until it's like the last quarter of the year and it's like oh man I didn't reach my goal okay I'm going to reset I'm going to do it again and what you get is this really slow growth or like even cyclical mediocrity right where you're not really making uh, a, a lot of money and so the idea behind social media direct outreach is to actually shorten that goal time so that you're working in uh, 90 day sprints, you're working in like uh, quarterly monetary goals, and then you just use social media to reach out to the people that, um, that are your ideal clients and talk to them, tap them on the shoulder and uh, start conversations that lead to sales. That's awesome. So like, that's basically how I've started building my business. And I think it's where a lot of us have to start because we don't have the funds to do it any other way. <laughs> Um, so I know that you are like in Facebook and LinkedIn. Are those the two main platforms that you use for business and teach other people to use as well? Yeah. So uh, most of the people that, so first let's talk. Okay. So I got a couple thoughts. <laughs> so first take that back and say, Hey, you know, you don't have the funds to do a bunch of stuff. Um, that's true for like 90% of business owners. And the truth is that social media direct outreach is not, just, hey, I don't have money, so I'm gonna do this instead. It, it works, it's effective. So let, let's talk about results really, really quickly. So like for me personally, in the last two and a half, three-ish months, so the last quarter, I've brought in personally around $50,000, just a little bit under, it's actually 48 or 47 or something like that. And then my clients do similar things. I can, you know, six weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks, 
they're doing between uh, some people bringing like between 10 and 60 up to $100,000 just doing this one tactic. Like, so this is not just, oh, I don't have cash, so I'm going to do this. No, this is, uh, this is what a smart business owner does, right? They use a really effective, really cost-effective approach to their marketing and their sales, and they grow their business really, really quickly. So it works really, LinkedIn and Facebook are, the, are really hot right now. Like that's where 90% of the people right now who are listening to this, uh, this podcast, that is probably where they want to be. It's one of those two places. I personally am on both. I lean more towards Facebook. It's a little bit bigger. And also I, I like to use really casual language and uh, Facebook, people on Facebook tend to tolerate a little bit more chit chat, a little bit more like, you know, goofiness. You can, I can be a little bit more of myself there. But uh, people who are really focused on a B2B, very specific professional um, type of audience, LinkedIn is working great. Now, that's not to say that this doesn't work on like Twitter or Instagram or, or some other social media channel. And in fact, you know, people have been doing this sort of thing since Twitter was like the big dog. You know, like people used to direct message and, and at uh, tweet people and get similar results. So, like this is a proven method that's been going on for quite some time. So it's basically just building relationships and um, creating those connections with people. Do you mind giving any sort of tips like where you take it from there? Is it just inviting people to take a look at your business after you've had a couple of conversations with them or how does that work? You know, there's a little bit, uh, it's <laughs> more art than science. Um, I, what I like to tell people is think about like a networking event. Like when you go to a networking event, and some people are really good. You know, I can go to a networking event and leave with like appointments for, for sales conversations. Other people go to networking events and they really struggle. So, so this is like a, a learning process, right? You can get better at this. But when you go to a networking event, you don't go in with like a plan of attack of like, well, at least most people don't go in with like, hey, I'm going to talk about this particular thing and I'm going to, I'm going to mention this particular thing. Uh, you know, you might have some thoughts like that, but really you just go in saying, hey, I'm going to have a conversation. And so it's the same thing on, on, with this tactic is you want to just go in and start having conversations, authentic conversations. And um, it's really counterintuitive, but your attitude really counts. Like you need to not be really concerned with your sale, right? You, you don't need to come out swinging and be like, hey, I'm so cool. Check me out, you know, buy my stuff. You got to go in and say, hey, who are you? I'd love to get to know you. What are you up to? And then when you discover that you're, services are a good fit that's when you start talking about it not before because you gotta if you come out swinging they're just gonna block you <laughs> they're not gonna Absolutely. talk to you <laughs> yeah they get they run away like I do that to people too if they come out like start inviting me to their groups and their pages and I haven't even had a conversation with them I'm like nope sorry I have no interest but yeah building that relationship finding out needs and then trying to um, help them with their needs is definitely the way to go. And that sounds like that's what you teach. So yeah, that's exactly. awesome. Yeah. And it works. Like when you have those conversations, it, it, it uh, you don't have to be pushy or salesy or anything like that. Like those conversations naturally lead to sales conversations. So you can have a really empowered, really good feeling sales process uh, on top of this really good, really natural feeling marketing process that gets really, really good results. Um, so let's, move into the um what you teach people about how to get money for value for what they're actually wanting to achieve with their goals 
Great. So, uh, you know, a big issue with a lot of service-based businesses um, is that we're just undercharging. We're not charging what we're worth. We're not charging enough to even make a living, right? And uh, I think that this stems to just our society is really, uh, our culture is really geared towards the employee, (laughs) right? Like, we learn how to charge by being an employee. We look at like hourly rates and stuff like that. And that's, that just doesn't work. So um, when we talk about charging rates or what price you should charge, uh, the first thing you got to realize is that you've got to actually charge something that's going to help you reach your goal. Like one sale should make a big difference for you. So lots of us try to go. And I think this is a really uh, relevant conversation when we talk about funnels too. A lot of us try to go either wide or deep, right? Those are kind of your two options. You can work with less clients for more money or you can work with more clients for less money. And wide seems really appealing. It seems really appealing because like you reach more people and it's also like not as intimidating. Oh, if I'm just asking for like 10, 20, $30, then uh, it's not that big of a deal. But the truth is, is to make any sort of living off of selling those low priced offers, you have to sell hundreds or thousands of them every single month. And that is a lot more difficult than most people think, right? So the better move is actually to go deep with your services first, right? So, you know, if you're selling a hundred dollar thing, you know, to make a thousand bucks, you got to sell 10 of them or to make, you know, $10,000, you got to sell a hundred of them, or you can sell a $10,000 package and sell one of them right? Like you can find one person that fits that mold. And uh, so the idea here is like, if you want to go wide, that's great. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just understanding how your business, the the level of your business where you're at, right? Like before you reach $250,000, your package isn't proven, your pricing isn't proven, your service isn't proven, you're in testing mode. So you're just trying to get your business to that $250,000 level and above. And one good premium priced offer is going to get you there, right? Like one really good offer, one really good price is going to get you to that level. And then after that, that's when you start thinking, oh, how do I go wider? If you want to go wider, you could also go deeper, even deeper, right? But that's when you start thinking, oh, how do I set up a funnel so that I get a lot more people? Or how do I get like an introductory package so that they get in at 10 bucks and then they upgrade to the $100 thing? You know, you got to, you just got to know what, stage of business you're at and before that 250 I've seen people with one offer one good price point making 600 700 800 thousand dollars per year like you don't have to do that stuff until you're up in that level and then you've got the time and the money to really push it you actually helped me through this with my own business let's walk everyone through um, how to figure out like what should I be charging to reach my goal the first thing you want to do is actually set a goal right like if you ask, I, I've had this conversation and I had it with you, but I've had this conversation plenty of times where I say, hey, what is your monetary goal for the year? And lots of people just go, uh, <laughs> they just sit there and stutter for a minute. Um, and part of that is, you know, they're talking to a lot of these calls, you know, I've met them through Facebook or through LinkedIn and like, so I don't really know them. So I think there's a little bit of like stranger danger, like, hey, can I actually tell you my goal? Uh, or are you going to make fun of me? Uh, but I think the bigger part of it is that we just, most people don't have a monetary goal that are like, this is what I'm trying to make. So the first step is that you actually have to set a goal. And I know that's super basic, but it's a hundred percent true. And then what you got to do after that is instead of saying, okay, well, what's the competition charging or what's the normal people charge? And I remember I did this myself. So I started out before I, now I run a, uh, a coaching intensive where I help people 
do what we're talking about right now. Like they come to me, I have a structure in place, they put the stuff in practice and they make money. But I was running a PR and marketing agency. That was how I got started. And I remember when I first started scrounging the internet, my, my competition, quote unquote, and trying to find their pricing. And that's how I was gonna base my prices. And the truth is that your competition at this level doesn't matter. Competition at the level of like a Pepsi or a Coke, right? For them to win, they gotta, they gotta fight each other. But for us, we're not at that level. We don't have to fight each other. We can share the market. And so your job is not to find out what your competition is charging. Your job is to make sure you're gonna meet your goal. So take your goal, divide it by your capacity, and that's gonna give you your price, right? So, you know, I've got a calculator in front of me. So let's say $100,000, because I'm awful at math, um, is your goal, right? That's most people, that's our first original goal, right? We wanna make six figures. Well, let's say that you can take on, you know, like 20 people, which is super easy math. I could have done that in my head, but that's like um, $100,000 divided by 20 people is a $5,000 package, okay? So, so there's your base price. I've got a, I can take on 20 people. I have to charge at least $5,000. Now you look at your package and you say, hey, now your problem is, well, <laughs> How can I just like raise my rates to 5,000? Well, maybe you can't. Look at your package, look at your, your, your service and say, okay, what, what can I do that people will pay me $5,000 for? And that's how you start building your package that actually people want, people actually pay for, and also gives you a good price. But this is just basic. I mean, soon you wanna, and we don't have to get into this, but soon after, that's kind of like how I suggest getting started with premium pricing you wanna actually shift from that to what's called value-based pricing. And that's where, cause you're still kind of trading time for money there, right? You're trading like, I've got this capacity, I can make this much money. You wanna shift from that to value-based pricing, which is where they don't pay you for your time, they don't pay you for anything, except for the shift they experience or the result they get. So that, you know, if you help somebody make money, like you're building a funnel or you're, you're doing social media or whatever, you know, you help them make money, you can start tracking, hey, my clients typically make $10,000. Well, it's easy to say, hey, I'm gonna charge you $1,000, which is 10% for this action, even though it takes you two seconds or whatever, right? Or you help them make $100,000, you can charge $10,000. It's a fraction of, the, of what they're getting. So there's a lot of value there, but you can charge a really premium price. I love that because that helps us build our own businesses up, but also t making that mind shift when you're ready for it of like, okay, I'm helping this person make a million dollars potentially, <laughs> and I'm only going to charge them like 500 bucks for it. Like there is a huge disconnect there. It doesn't make much sense to be charging based that way. Like, yeah, maybe it'll only take you an hour or two to get the job done, but you're helping this person like really further their business and make a lot of money. So um, that is so important to understand and realize. And I really love that. Yeah. And I think you just pointed out a fundamental shift that we don't always get. And that is, you know, you, we, we feel really funny about pricing when like we're really focused on the service we provide and who we are as the person providing it. Right. Like if I'm trying to convince you pay me to do this process that I invented, then yeah, that feels really weird, right? Like you're gonna pay me how much to do this, you know, per hour, how much? But um, when you charge for a result, I'm gonna help you get this result. Now it's no longer about you, it's no longer about your credentials, it's no longer about anything except for, you know, the result and can you actually help them get that? 
And when you can start making that shift in your head, everything gets easier. Your marketing, your sales, um, even your service delivery, it all gets a lot, lot easier. But it's, 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 a, it's a small shift, but it's hard, to do. it's hard to do, right? Like people start making that shift and then they fall back onto, oh, well, I'm selling this process. No, keep focusing on that result. Yeah. And so if, if you're someone that you're charging way less than what you've decided you need to be charging, but you, you do you, in a way you have to look at what the market is, because if you have to look at what other people are charging for the service you're providing, cause you can't be like, Oh yeah, I can do social media, for example, for this person and charge them $6,000 when maybe the market is saying only people are only going to pay like $3,000 for that. So that's not what you're saying. You're saying you need to then like, what else can you offer them um, to be able to charge the amount of money that you need to? And I'm kind of shifting back to not the value-based pricing, but the, the first idea of um, what, what, what did you call that? Uh, I just, your goal divided by your capacity. Yeah. yeah I'm, and I'm kind of actually saying both because here, here's the truth is 90% of your competition are framing their services around a process, right? You ask somebody what they do, they don't tell you the results they get, they tell you, oh, I do social media, right? Or whatever. So if someone's saying, hey, I do social media, no one wants to pay a premium price for that, right? Because they can get their nephew or niece who's just out of college, who's living in their parents' basement to do it for X, 10, 10 bucks an hour, right? So like, if everyone is framing their service that way and you come along and you do the exact same thing, but you don't say, Hey, I do social media. You say, I get you leads that convert into sales. You see, even just that focus, the way you frame it, the perceived value has just jumped. It's just jumped up. So even though your competition is charging three, you could charge six. You could probably charge even, you know, triple, you know, 12 or something like that, just because you're framing it differently and your services aren't actually different. Um, but I am also saying uh, at the same time uh, that sometimes you look at your package price, you know, like let's say that it, I look at my package and I'm like, Hey, I want to charge $10,000 per client. The social media stuff is not worth $10,000. What are the next steps deeper that I could do for them? That would be worth $10,000, right? Raise that level of client, raise that level of work. And, and that, builds a, a better package. So it's kind of both, honestly. Um, a lot of it is how much you can, here's the thing too, pricing is so subjective. Like, so when I, when I was in college, I worked for a carpet cleaning company and uh, I remember they were training me on how to price because we had to be salesmen at the same time. And uh, there was this one item that I just couldn't figure out how they were pricing it. The guy that was training me, like it seemed like the price changed every single time. And I was like, Hey, what's the deal with this product? What, how do we charge for that? And he looked at me and dead serious said, we use car in the driveway pricing. I was like, what is that? He said, if the nicer the car, the higher the price. And it was literally just like the thing costs like pennies on the dollar. And it was just how much do you think you could get out of this person? Now, I'm not suggesting that you do that, right? Like, I feel like that's a little sleazy, honestly, a little bit, you know, used car salesman. But what I am trying to point out is that pricing is completely subjective how much this person thinks that's worth versus how much another person thinks it's worth could be completely different. And the way you frame it is just super, super important. And by the way, if you, if you're going to focus on results, what's really cool is then you start tracking results. You can start proving your results and that raises your price even more. 
So that's, that's foundational. It's just make sure you're focused on the results. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. That, um, that tip right there, I know is going to help so many people is just focus on the results, not on your service, even though they go hand in hand. So what I actually do is I run a 90 day intensive. People come to me and uh, what we'll do is we'll do one big meeting where we get all their foundational pieces in place. They're, they're uh, pricing and packaging, their sales and their marketing, just we'll get it all in place in one meeting. And then for the next 90 days, it's, I like to call it a game because basically it's how much money can you make in 90 days. And uh, we just go through and we land clients as quickly as possible and everyone makes money and everyone's really happy. That sounds <laughs> Let's amazing. play. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's great. Where can people go and learn about your program that you do, your coaching program? And also you, you drop like all kinds of value all over Facebook. So why don't you let everyone know how to find you on Facebook and anywhere else that they need to be to see you? Yeah. So just look me up, Craig Severinsen. Severinsen is S-E-V-E-R-I-N-S-E-N. Um, but uh, Facebook and LinkedIn are the best places to find me. Um, and also the best places to interact with me. Uh, so I practice what I preach. I get most of my clients through Facebook and LinkedIn. So like my website is kind of up to date, but it's also kind of not. <laughs> so <laughs> you can go check it out if you want. It's Brightworks PR, uh, like publicrelations.com. But uh, seriously, find me on Facebook. And yeah, like you said, I'm dropping uh, a Facebook Live at least once a week. Um, I've got a Facebook group I run where I'm also doing a Facebook Live in there. And I just, you know, it's open. I'm, I'm an open book, right? Like I'll tell you everything it is that you need to know in order to make consistently, uh, you know, I, the, the numbers run the gamut, right? So if you're charging a good price and you land a client a week, uh, which is really my goal, you make them between five and $15,000 a week, you know, you're, you're building a 250 to $500,000 business. Um, and that's what I help people do. Awesome. And what is your, if, if people are interested in your coaching program, should they just reach out to you on Facebook or LinkedIn or do you have somewhere for them to go for that? Nope. Just, just contact me. Just send me a direct message. Yeah. Connect with me and be like, Hey, you know, I heard you on the podcast and I want to talk about, you know, this or tell me more. And uh, there's no, there's no pressure. Like I have these conversations all the time where it's like, Hey, it sounds really cool. I'm just not ready for it. Okay, cool. You know, come back, come back soon. Thank you so much for talking with me today. You've provided so much valuable information that I know is going to help me with my business. And I know it's going to help people that are listening. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you bet. It was a pleasure. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're enjoying the show, I have a little favor to ask you. Would you please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast to help me reach more people? As a thank you, I want to give you access to the Mass Movement Summit, where you can listen to interviews from over 50 entrepreneurs on over 10 different topics. All you need to do is go rate, review, and subscribe this podcast, Amplify Your Impact, then send me a screenshot that you did it to podcast at susanleonardson.com, and I'll make sure you get that access to the summit. Thanks so much.